What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Going the Distance podcast presented by ImmaculateSports.com. Twitter at Immac Sports. Instagram at Immaculate Sports, I believe. YouTube. It's Immac Sports. We'll get there someday. We have the account. Yeah. Guys, it's episode 007. Indeed it is. Shout out to James Bond. Yeah. What yeah. a nice guy. <laughs> Shall we get right into it? Let's do it. Alrighty. Opener. So the opener, favorite thing that we saw from the past week. Right off the bat, I'm going with Kyler Murray and his performance on Sunday night to take down the undefeated Seattle Seahawks. Kyler went uh, 30, 34 for 48, 360 yards, three touchdowns, the one pick. Uh, he also had 14 carries on the ground for 76 yards and a touchdown. Uh, him and D-Hop are a very fun combo to watch, and the Cardinals team is something to be reckoned with for sure. So They are pretty good. That one shocked me. But the best thing I saw from the weekend was the Boise State Broncos. First game of the year. Got a 42-13 to win over Utah State. Utah State's going to be without Jordan Love. We can already tell that's going to hurt him. They didn't win very much with him, and he's an NFL quarterback. George Halani and Khalil Shakir, two touchdowns each. They're going to be NFL guys. It's going to be fun to watch this year. Yeah, my favorite thing of the weekend was Brett Phillips hitting a walk-off game winner against the Dodgers. It was one of the most craziest things I've seen in a postseason game, and it's in the World Series where it matters the most. Right, Skyler? Yeah. I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy. (laughs) Biggest stage. America's pastime. Yeah. 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 Moving to our next segment, we have Where's Your Head At, where we go through all the games throughout the weekend or on Thursday night as well, and uh, talk about the the box score a little bit and uh, a big headline from each game. So first off on Thursday night, we saw an NFC East divisional matchup in Philadelphia as the Eagles took down the Giants. From a 22-21 score, Boston Scott had the game-winning touchdown. Boston Scott's always clutch against the Giants. Big man. Yeah, Little man, but big touchdown. Yes, sir. Carson Wentz threw for 359 yards with two touchdowns and a pick. Uh, Fulgham, another guy. That uh, is Fulgham. He's having a really good year, I'd say. Five receptions for 73 yards. This Eagles team was really uh, injury-riddled throughout the, the week and throughout the season so far. And there's been a lot of questions on if uh, Carson Wentz can lead his team to the NFC East title, despite it still being a very weak division. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Yeah, don't let the box score fool you guys. This was a bad game. Carson Wentz did not play very good. I think he hit maybe two out of seven of his deep shots. And he got bailed out all game by Hightower, Boston Scott, like you said, and Volgum. And, you know, they're going to be, bang- okay, Lane Johnson, the right tackle, is banged up a little bit. Their offensive line's already taken a hit. This is tough. So you know, Jackson too. No Miles. Djax too, and Miles Sanders, and Goddard, and Ertz, and yeah. Jeffrey. And you know, this is not a very tough conference this year. It's not, but it, it's still not going to be a cakewalk. I think if they win seven or eight games, they can get it done. We'll definitely get it done. Seven. Or eight, yeah, I think. they have that tie. The tie's gonna gonna come in pretty big, but. You know, this is not a good team. This is not. Yeah. Well, do you think Washington is able to get seven wins? I don't think they're going to need seven wins. Probably Two. not. <laughs> Washington winning the division at 6-10. and ten. <laughs> The Riverboat Ron finished his last chemo treatment. Shout out to him. We'll talk about yeah. him a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Uh, Post game in that game against the 
the Dallas Cowboys for the Washington football team, Terry McLaurin, acting like a leader, had a big speech inspiring the team. I think that team's going to do, I won't consider it some great things, because 6-10 it really isn't great. But I think it's good for 2020. Yeah. I think they might find their way into the postseason. Hmm. I think that, uh, I think Philly's going to win it. (laughs) Just because the best quarterback in that division is in Philly, as of right now. There's comparisons with Wes. Hey, Kyle Allen's pretty good, man. Would you say it is? Wayne Haskins. Dang times. That could have been an opener. One of the best things I saw. Dang times falling down. <laughs> He's going like Rude, <laughs> The fastest run by a quarterback all season. Yeah. But yeah, I think that as long as Wentz has these weapons available in the future... Because they played Dallas this week. I think they're going to beat Dallas. To beat no, that's the thing. These guys aren't even weapons. They're not. I know. They're not. Well, well, well what do you think about Aguilar? Not Aguilar. Jeffrey, D-Jax, when they all come back. Or- if. If they come back. If. Yeah, we have no okay. Clue. By the way, what what's that guy's name? The the sa- Madre Harper? The Madre safety Harper. for the, for the oh, Giants? And, and, he needs to be kicked out of the league. And uh, the yeah. Lewis guy. Lewis guy was terrible, too. He needs to be kicked out of the league. Leon Lewis? No, no. Like Ryan. I think it was Ryan Lewis. Or some cornerback on the Giants. They're both bad. Whatever. Madre is the one that that yeah. slammed Djax yeah. on the play. Yeah. This is a dirty play. Yeah. But yeah, I think Philly's going to take the division. Best quarterbacks on in the division is Zach Carson Wentz. We'll see. Little, little side question, though. I saw Daniel Jones get up to 22 miles per hour on that Dude, run. Dude, that's some real speed. We also saw uh, DK Metcalf get up to 22 miles per hour on mm-hmm. his run or his tackle. Who wins in a foot race? Daniel Jones. <laughs> DK Metcalf. DK is going to destroy him in a foot race. Are you kidding me? Sure about that? Yeah, I'm yes. sure. I'm sure. Okay. They want to see a, a DK. Have you seen that 40 times? <laughs> I was 40 times, Back in college. They want to see a DK Tyreek matchup? No, no one wants to see that. No one wants to see that. All right. Going on to another NFC matchup, we had the Detroit Lions take on the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. Where the the Lions had a last second touchdown catch by T.J. Hawkinson on a great drive oh, by Matthew geez. Stafford to give the team the, the lead uh, in the final seconds. Atlanta had a weird way of choking this game once again. Uh, where Todd Gurley actually hurt them by going in for a touchdown, but uh, I have seen that Todd Gurley might be doing it for the money because hmm. 13 touchdowns <laughs> gets him 500k bonus. Oh yeah, so. Little incentive there. You know so like, that hey. that's not a bad idea, especially with no head coach now. We're not gonna win a lot of games. Give me an extra five hundred K. Yeah. But uh there's been some talk with the Detroit plot schedule so far and uh what it's gonna be in the future. Detroit could be a contender for a playoff spot. They just acquired Everson Griffin today. What do you guys think of that? No. Mm-mm. They're not going to the playoffs. They're not contending for anything. Patricia's out next year no matter what. It's time to play the young guys. I want to see Akuda on number one receivers. I want to see DeAndre Swift leading the team in carries. Peterson still had more than him. There's no reason for that to happen. Swift is your franchise guy. Give him the fucking ball. Hey, aren't they three right? and three, though, Skyler? They are three and three. They are. <laughs> but they haven't one. played the Packers they yet. Yeah, they did. They lost to them. Okay, destroyed. well, there you go. That's why I didn't remember. <laughs> and Quinn Sivas, too. Get him at Danny Amendola. There's no reason for him to be playing either. Get him out of there. I want to see Cephas. Uh, I get about see- Kenny. Kenny's a big yeah. Kenny. Yeah. Kenny and Julio. Yeah, get his trade value up. <laughs> He's not getting traded. He's not getting traded. <laughs> they just traded for someone. Why would they trade away guys now? 
<laughs> Patricia traded for a D lineman because he's playing for his life right now. Yeah, they said if uh, he doesn't make the playoffs, he's out. Uh-huh. So yeah, don't make the playoffs. Sneaky it's not going to happen, though. Beat the Bears. Yeah. Uh, that's that's possible. Yeah. It's the only thing that... You know... I've looked at their schedule. That, that might be the only win left. No, no, no. No, they have... No, 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 no. Can I... Games, okay, so they play Indianapolis next. Yeah. Uh, best know. defense in the league. W. The best defense in the league? W for yeah. the Lions. Oh, come on. They're not the best defense in the Tampa league. Tampa Bay is on. probably the best defense, in my opinion. They're not the, no, Tampa Bay is the most... For Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Come on. Pittsburgh. It's Pittsburgh. Come on. Tampa Bay's top two. Top one. Two. No, Don't forget about Baltimore, too. Not top one. No, Baltimore got destroyed. Still got a good defense. Yeah. Yeah, they got, they got some wonderful games, man. Watch them. They're going to go 8-9 and nine, or 8-8 and eight or 9-7. Uh, and seven. They'll sneak in. There's Minnesota, Washington, Carolina, and then Houston on Thanksgiving. Okay, we know that Detroit. That is some uh, games right there. Detroit doesn't win on Thanksgiving, though. So, don't I mean, matter. They can be Indianapolis and Minnesota. Don't win it at all. A, uh, all right, all right. I guess we'll see, boys. We'll a, I guess uh, we'll see. A Golden Tate remake on uh, Minnesota, right, Kyle? Jeez. <laughs> Moving on to an AFC game that we saw happen in Cleveland when the Browns uh, beat the Bengals on a last-second touchdown to Donovan People or Donovan, right? Donovan Peoples-Jones yeah, out of Michigan. Jones. Let's go. Yeah, uh, Baker started off slow. 0 for 5 with a pick. And after that, he only had one incompletion on a spike. But he went perfect from there on out. Threw for 5 touchdowns. We did see uh, Odell Beckham Jr. tear his ACL on that game. Tough loss for the Cleveland Browns squad. And on Cincy's side, Joe Burrow. 406 yards, 3 touchdowns, and a pick. Uh, Also had a rushing touchdown as well. He uh, found Tyler Boyd, A.J. Green, T. Higgins. They have some good receivers over there. But uh, this question is about the quarterbacks. Who's better, Herbert or Burrow? It's Joe Burrow by far. He's number three in the NFL in yards, you know, but the truth is he keeps Cincy in games they should not be in. They play in the North. Every game is hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's no knock on Herbert, but he just played Jacksonville. Those you know? Three for four touchdowns against uh, New Orleans, though. And, like, the, their defense isn't what he used What about against to Tampa? to like, three or four, right? Yeah, but like I said, it's no knock. It's just Burrow has been... The better quarterback. Give me Herbert. I'm a big Herbert supporter, but there's no way I'm taking him over Joe Burrow. That's why you went number one, right? In your eyes? Well, (laughs) you would think so. (laughs) I'd say for... Well, we'll get into where we rank Herbert later on, but... Yeah. I don't know. Herbert might be a sleeper MVP candidate. Oh, my... (laughs) Hey, uh, girl, what's the record, bro? Two and four. Well, Bengals are one five and one. But yeah, well, okay, we'll we'll talk about the MVP race a little bit later. But Burrow does have better weapons around him. Burrow's also throwing the ball more because they're playing from behind. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Look at Sam. Okay, look at my quarterback, Sam Darnold, playing behind every single game. And he sucks. Exactly. Yeah. So why doesn't he have the garbage time yards that Burrow has? Because Burrow's a great quarterback. No, because he keeps them in games. Because Burrow has the receivers to get open. You guys don't have anyone that get open and create space. Hey. Cincinnati has that. Give give me Herbert. All right. Give me Herbert. He's doing it to Guyton? There is Guyton. Guyton. Parham. 6'8". Skyler. Big receiver. 
It's got what about AJ Green, Boyd, Bernard, and Mixon. What about Mike Williams? Diva banged up, banged Mike up, Williams banged had up. One catch. Everybody's Keenan sure. Allen. Okay, Keenan Allen's Allen. the best receiver on either team. I would take Boyd. I would take the. I would take Henry. He's banged up. I would take Cincinnati's receiving core. T. Higgins. That guy's a stud. Sure. So they got three solid receivers and a uh, top 15, 10 quarterback or running back. Sure. I don't know. Give me Herbert. But uh, so going through the next game, it was also a very good game. It featured uh, another AFC North team in the Pittsburgh Steelers. When they took on the Tennessee Titans in Tennessee, they ended up winning off of a uh, Steven Goskowski missed field goal with, uh, in the final seconds. I don't know if it was 0 0 on the clock, but. Within the final seconds, Ben Roethlisberger threw for 268 yards, two touchdowns, had a couple or a few bad plays with three picks. Uh, I think one of them was tipped. But uh, Tannehill, on the other hand, uh, 18 for 30, 220, and two touchdowns. I think he played very well. A.J. Brown had a long touchdown for them. On Pittsburgh's side for receiving, we didn't see anything from Chase Claypool where he actually had negative yards at in total, but Deontay Johnson in his return had nine receptions for 80 yards and two touchdowns. It's going to be big for that Pittsburgh Steelers squad to have him. And this leads me right into my question for the game: Are the Steelers the best team in the National Football League? No, they might be undefeated, but they're not the best team. They should have lost this game. Gutskowski missed the kick. Tennessee was on fire the last quarter of the game, and we've seen Roethlisberger have a pretty conservative season so far and this is the first good team he's actually played and he turned the ball over three times that's a big big red flag they won big red flag does not matter um also average running game you know connor hasn't been bad but that that's what sets the good teams away from the great teams someone who could run the ball five yards per carry yeah true true connor's been good though he's been very good hey i'm gonna say uh pittsburgh best team in the league they're the last undefeated team, Skyler. Yeah. Kansas City's better. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, can't, you can't go away from Kansas City. They had one loss that they just didn't play that well in. But besides that, they're the most dominant team in the NFL, and that's clear to see. But defense won championships, Kyle. Okay. How about they play a decent offense? They just played the Giants a couple weeks ago. Who? Who? Pittsburgh. They just played Tennessee. Hey. Tennessee's hey. top five team in the league. Hey. hey. Defense might win championships, but Patty, Mich- Patty Mahomes. Hey, they were. The Niners were close. Niners had the better. Niners, Niners. That game. They were not <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they were very close. Patty Mahomes is magical, man. Plus, that team from last year, CEH and Le'Veon Bell. Give me the Chiefs. Yep. You know, actually, that that is a good point. Um, I'm usually a big defense guy, but that Super Bowl last year pretty much proves. Defense defense doesn't win championships anymore. Franchise quarterbacks win championships. Hey, Niners are one play away. Right, Brett? Hey. He doesn't want to talk about it. You don't need to be so hostile, Alex. Actually, we'll be hostile to you in a little bit, so that'll come back to you. But uh, let's let's move on to our next game where we saw the New Orleans Saints host the Carolina Panthers in another close game. Uh, Ended up being 27-24 on the final. Uh, Drew Brees without Emmanuel Sanders and uh, Michael Thomas for another week. He went 29 for 36, 287, and two touchdowns. Alvin Kamara had another great game, just doing what Alvin Kamara does. 22 touches for over 140 yards. 
uh, Marquez Callaway was actually the leading receiver, the rookie. Eight receptions for 75 yards. And on Carolina's side, we saw Teddy Bridgewater, 23 for 28, 254, and two touchdowns. With absolutely no run game, they had 14 carries for 37 yards of his team. Good for them. for this game, McCaffrey's coming back, though. That is true. We'll see him on Thursday, most likely. But our question is about New Orleans and if they are a legit NFC title threat when Michael Sanders and Emmanuel Sanders, or not Michael Sanders, Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders come back. Yeah, yeah, they're they're real title contenders. Uh, there's been a lot of Breeze bashing ever since the Raiders game, but he always finds the open receiver, even if it's Callaway. I've never heard of this dude before. Sure. Come on, he always finds open receivers. And uh, Kamara is, you know, right now. Probably the best active running back. Yeah. There's been a lot of injuries, but yeah, and uh, the defense is, is overperforming. It's it's nice to see. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say no, they're not. They can get there, but they won't win it because of previous history. Previous history? They keep losing the big game. Does well, Drew Brees have a ring, though? So. Not recently. Got one big one. <laughs> <laughs> I think the title contenders are Seattle, Green Bay, and Tampa Bay. Uh, no, New Orleans is definitely going to be a title uh, chance, threat, whatever you want to call them. I think they're definitely going to be there when Michael Thomas comes back for sure. Even if Sanders doesn't come back, even though I assume he would. Michael Thomas is a beast. You cannot deny that. People call him Slant Boy, but if you take out every single slant that every wide receiver ran last year, he still le- led the NFL in receiving yards with over 1,300. So That's true. A great rack guy. Receiver like that is... Something to be reckoned with, and they haven't played with them besides week one. I think that's it. Yeah, I think it was just week one. Yeah. Yeah. Going on to a game in New York where the New York Jets. Actually, this one was in Jersey. Oh my god. Okay. Cool. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll say Jersey. But uh, the Jets hosted the Buffalo Bills. Uh, actually, a closer game than what most people thought it was going to be, where the Bills did not play good. Josh Allen only had 307 yards, or he had 307 yards, but no touchdowns. Uh, he ran for 61 yards, but still no touchdowns. Cole Beasley, leading receiver, 11 for uh, 112. Tyler Bass, is that his first name, Tyler? Yep. Yeah, 6 for 8 on field goals. He was out there a lot, probably had a sore leg on uh, Monday. Sam Darnold, on the other hand, wow, I have not seen him. That's until now. Yeah. 120 yeah. yards, no touchdowns, two picks. All in the first half. Yeah, it's rough. No, we do a pick in the game. He has yards. a fumble, too? Oh. No. Jeez. He didn't fumble. Yeah. It says he has a fumble right here. Josh Allen fumbled. I don't think Darnold did. And they didn't lose it. Stats don't lie. John Franklin Myers, I, oh, wait, no. Yeah. They had a fumble. Sam Darnold had a fumble. Didn't say that. I guess I uh, slammed my computer for that one. (laughs) I didn't see it. (laughs) The Bills ended up winning that game uh, 18 to 10, which might be a concern. And uh, the AFC East doesn't. I mean, it's a weird division now because the the juggernaut and the New England Patriots aren't really the same anymore. Yeah. But is that an AFC East as much of the cakewalk as it seems? No, no division's a cakewalk in football. Even the NFC East, they're going to have to earn it. Uh, but Buffalo has been playing very bad the past couple of weeks. Um, Josh Allen, again, if you look at the box score, you see, oh, he had a pretty good day. No, no, no. 28 of his 40 attempts were screens. 
<laughs> That's Beasley. because the terrible Jets secondary were missing tackles on Cole Beasley. That's how he got his yards. They had no touchdowns in the game and only forced the Jets to punt four times, which might seem average, but a team like the Jets punts about eight times every game. Yeah, but you guys turned the ball over three times. We did. Twice. Two times. That. Yeah, yeah, two, two times. Picks. And yeah, two times. And that last oh. pick was, was on the last drive, and it was tipped. I mean, if you want to count it, sure. I mean, sure, but that's not... Count. It's still on the stat. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think it's a little bit of a concern for the Bills with that close of a game. I think the division will be pretty easily theirs, but, I mean, they got they can't play bad because the Dolphins gave them a good game in uh, Miami in, like, week two, and they still have a couple. They still have two matchups, Patriots, right? Yeah, yeah, they play, yeah. They play a prime time. And game. you know, Cam Newton hasn't looked great, but Belichick's always got something up his sleeve. Yeah, that's, that's, they that's won't no be, cakewalk. They'll be bad all season. Yeah, sure. they'll yeah. have some games later. They'll yeah, come back in. I think it's Buffalo's division to win. Um, There's to lose. To lose, not bad. To lose, yeah. but um, there's teams like Miami and New Miami's England. So overrated. They're not even. How are they overrated? They're not even rated. So overrated. You're about to go in about, about Tua right there. No, no, no I wasn't. Eight <laughs> and right. three and three. Right. I was just saying that they're just give them a shot. They're going to be battling for the Take division. Because Brian Flores is a good coach, unlike Adam Gase. Speaking of the Buffalo New England, Buffalo plays New England at home this week, so it'll be a good game to watch. Let's see that. If you're a fan of terrible football. Hey, I might <laughs> what? for the division. That's true. Belichick. So the next game oh. we're going to talk about is the NFC East matchup between the Washington football team and the poor Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys ended up losing 3-25 to in that game where their offense had absolutely nothing. Zeke didn't have a good game. Dalton didn't have a good game. Ended up getting hurt. We'll talk about that a little bit. And Danucci time. Yeah, Danucci, 2 for 3, 39 yards. But Solid outing. Who really cares? Uh, <laughs> Where's he from again? The future. James Madison. Okay. Yeah. okay. Future. NFC East divisional champs destroyed them in this mm-hmm. game. The Washington football team. Kyle Allen got the job done. 194 for two touchdowns. Antonio Gibson, 20 carries for 128 yards and a touchdown. Adam in fantasy. Yeah, he didn't have any receptions, so I mean he still had a good good fantasy day otherwise, but uh usually had some receptions. Terry McLaurin becoming the leader. Gary Terry. Seven for ninety yards and a touchdown. Uh I mean, I I kind of like this Washington football team. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, they're I don't I wouldn't consider them fun to fun to watch, but is Chase Young back yet? I'm not sure. I think he is. I think he is. Yeah. I think well, he picked on Ziggy. I mean, they're probably going to trade Kerrigan, but other than that, that defense has looked pretty good so far. Okay, to the Niners. Kerrigan's been like a backup so far. Yeah. <laughs> but our headline for this game is the Dallas Cowboys. Because they're very easy to talk about and they're fun to talk about because they suck. Uh, the boys. Carsey, the coach of the Dallas Cowboys, going to be gone after just one year. I would definitely fire him after one year. There's a lot of similarities to Adam Gase. You might think I'm crazy because Gase is by far the worst coach. But the lack of adjustment and being able to function with a backup quarterback is just not there. He's You can, you can tell he's arrogant. He doesn't want to change his system. For a backup quarterback, because he believes anyone can fit in my system. It's the player's fault. It's not my system's fault. You know, and Mike Nolan, defensive coordinator, is probably gone at the bye week. So, that'll be interesting to see. Yeah. According to his article, uh, 
Jerry Jones said, I've Credit got... Credit the article. Credit the article. What's it by? Yahoo Sports. There we go. You can't just plagiarize. <laughs> well, they said, Jerry Jones says, I have my man. Yeah, of course Jerry Jones is going to say that. He's the owner. He can't bash him and then keep him the rest of the year. The Jets bashed Adam Gase, and now it's a... Uh, it's the biggest mess in football. You can't. You can't do it until the day you fire him. Jets. Jets. Yeah. So that's yeah. just that's just not how the business is run there in Dallas. The Cowboys are a joke. It's kind of yeah. funny to see this year. <laughs> uh, I don't think they are going to fire him though. I mean, when Dak hey, if Lincoln Riley comes knocking on the door, okay, you give him whatever. You, you give him fourteen years, a hundred million. It doesn't matter, bro. You bring him in. They it's under contract. contract too. And they have well, a and their franchise quarterback. When they though. had Dak, which I'm assuming in the future they will, because now they see they still didn't win games though. Yeah, but if they get a new defensive coordinator, okay, maybe some new pieces in on the defense in the draft. Clean the entire house of the defense. You know, the vets they do have are all hurt, too. That's the tough part. <laughs> McCoy, right? He's the one who started the injury. McCoy's gone. Was he, I was thinking of Sean Lee and, and Vanders. He's the one who he tore his Achilles doing a drill with his teammate. Yeah, and then he got cut, yeah. I think. Yeah. That's a double. He leads the league in tackles, but because uh, he's on the field all day. We saw this <laughs> offense, this offense with Dak Prescott, be one of the most efficient in like NFL history. Like they're mm-hmm. scoring points nonstop. Dak yeah. was throwing for yards. I mean, he still led the league in yards two weeks after he got hurt. So I think if they fix the defense, perhaps use Zeke a little bit more on offense. You know, I don't know. I don't know if they could trust him anymore. The so dude, they they're like, all right, Dak's gone. You're going to be our guy, and he fumbled. Yeah. You know, did you how could you trust him? Washington? I don't think so. I don't think so. Don't think, he just didn't get the ball that much because they were yeah. playing down. Bring him blown game. up. But, I mean, they got a lot of pieces on that offense. And if you insert Dak right back into it, I think they'll be just fine. In the sure, future. but that's the problem with the system, you know. They're Dak, team. Dak might never play another game in the NFL or in a Cowboys uniform. Mm-hmm. But, so, if it's the system's fault, not Dak's fault, then you got to make a change. I mean, yeah, but this this... Dallas offense, and besides that one year where they had a very, very good season, I, mm-hmm. I think 13-3, like, this offense was nothing close to what it is. That's true. It was it's Dak. another thing. We kind of got to wait and see yeah, what happens. If, if, if Dak is able to come back, keep McCarthy there. Yeah. And let the offense just go off. And, you know, Jerry's never going to share what he truly thinks of Dak, especially while he's hurt right now. So just go we just got to wait money, and see. Give him the money, man. <laughs> Oh, Jerry's boy. got the money. He can give it to him. Hey, give Will some, he give some credit to uh the football team secondary. They're one of the greatest, not greatest, yeah. best uh, in the league. Collins got hurt though, right? Landon Collins. Yeah, he did. Collins up for the year. Oh, yeah. sh- and they uh tried to sign uh Eric Reed. Eric Reed, but he said no. I bet. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you would think someone in that position would would want to bring uh, their voice into the league, but he's got talent too. He's good. He's a good safety. Yeah, Earl, Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas still out there. It's Earl Thomas. <laughs> oh basket case, though. <laughs> That's an interesting Eric Weddle's out there. Eric Weddle? Eric Weddle's like 80 years old at this point. Yeah. And he can't tackle. His beard's probably gray. Yeah. Hey, keep him in that, that, that deep zone in the back, and it'll be all right. <laughs> but all right. All right. So our next game that we're going to talk about is the Green Bay Packers taking on the Houston Texans. I don't think a lot of people watch this game just because, I mean... I, I, watched, I watched the game. It wasn't super, super interesting, but... <laughs> Will Fuller. Uh... Aaron, Aaron Rodgers went off. He I did. Mean, he, it's that simple. People saying, "Oh, Aaron Rodgers." It's he, one game. We were saying this last out. week. It's one game. He going out? No, he he's not. Him he's still Aaron Rodgers. 
280 yards, four touchdowns, no picks. Most of those balls went to Devontae Adams, oh who had 13 God. receptions, he went 196 off. yards, and two touchdowns. And keep in mind, this game was played without Aaron Jones to lead back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but besides Devontae Adams, no one really did too much on offense. They had a couple touchdowns from some other guys. And on Houston's side, Sean Watson did for 309 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, David Johnson, 14 for 42. Randall Cobb actually led the way for the receiving court, 8 for 95. Uh, Sooner or later, he's going to take it over. <laughs> one of Aaron Rodgers' old targets, that's for sure. And uh, I don't think we need to talk about Green Bay because... They're solid. I They're mean, the Green Bay, they don't really attract too much attention. I think that's one of like Green Bay's goals, to just be that team that does everything right. And they've been doing that most of the time. Let's talk about Houston. What does the future look like for the Houston Texans? So, Eric Bieniemy is most likely going to Houston. I mean, who knows? There could be some more coaches to get fired. We don't the expect. The Kansas City OC, by the way. Yes, Kansas City player. offensive coordinator. Last year interviewed with a couple teams, but decided to stay in Kansas City. Um, and Deshaun Watson, not a lot of people uh, realize this, but he's the same draft class as Patrick Mahomes, and he still has time. And Mitch Trubisky. Don't forget about him. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, and Josh Rosen, right? No. No? Nope. That's the year after? That's the year after. Oh, my bad. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> anyway, so Sean Watson still has time. He still has time to make adjustments. You know, bringing in someone like Eric Bieniemy could save the offense. The defense, on the other hand... Um, is horrific. May, you know, it's. They got Eric it'll be interesting other. to see how they rebuild without taking away weapons from Watson because he won't be able to, to develop. Yeah. I mean, he's already pretty developed, though. He's but if he has no weapons, it, it, that's no good. That's well, no he good. He can start to digress. We've seen lots of quarterbacks start to digress when their weapons get taken away. And it's scary, but, you know, if, if Houston can pull this one off, it'll be very interesting. You know, J.J. Watt could be on the block, too. That That's somebody they could try to trade. Obviously, know, he's their I leader. I would be bad for Houston, though. Just a, He's a Texan for life, in my opinion. Yeah. you got to get some picks. They're screwed in They are screwed. I think they're just going to tank for a couple years and just start the complete yeah. rebuild. But yeah. They looked pretty bad out there on the weekend. Yeah. Very bad. Their defense. Uh, Jair Alexander, he was blanketing uh, Wolf Fuller the whole time, the whole game. So Watson was making some really weird passes. He was. They were getting blown out. They barely... Climbed back. Yeah, they climbed back into the game. They were down like two possessions, I think, with two, 10 minutes to go, but it was just not good at all. For the future, I think Houston needs to go defense, like Skyler said. Mm-hmm. They have a supporting cast of... It's not. It's underwhelming, I guess. It's, That's the thing, though. Like They're either overpaid or on expiring contract. Yeah. So it's it's going to be interesting. Because you, you got, they keep that overpaid on the, yeah. you got Cobb, you got David Johnson they traded for, they got... Stills could be on the block. David Johnson. Will Fuller's there. They said all the guy, all the wide receivers are not on the block, but they're open to trading them all. Okay, I think so. They're listening. Fuller and uh, like Cooks. Yeah, gonna be a little bit more though. I think Fuller stays. I think Cooks and uh, Fuller <laughs> Cooks gets traded again. Uh, <laughs> no, I think Cooks is staying. Yeah, but their defense is terrible. It's besides Mer- Merciless and Watt, it's terrible Justin to see. Reed, man. Justin Reed, Stanford product. Oh, Come on. God. With the program, man. Palo Alto. <laughs> so uh, we saw the team that destroyed the Packers last week play the Las Vegas Raiders. I almost said the Oakland Raiders. Oh, I'm sorry, Kyle. That would have been bad. But uh, 
They went into Las Vegas, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did. They destroyed the Raiders. It was close for a while, and it was 24-20 to in the third quarter, and that's when the Buccaneers broke away, having a great quarter, and uh, ended up winning the game 45-20. to Tom Brady looked like as good as new, honestly. Uh, 369 yards. That's good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Very good. How many pass touchdowns? Four, four? four touchdowns. One of them went to Scotty Miller, who had 109 yards. Ooh. One rushing touchdown, too. That was a beautiful throw. Yeah, Tom Brady also had a rushing touchdown. Yep. That put him ahead of Breeze, Breeze, Breeze. for now, as far as all-time <laughs> touchdowns go. I assume Brady probably holds on to that record because Breeze looks like he's whittling way more than Tom Brady does. Ooh. You know that's a fact. You know that's a fact. You can't deny it. Derek Barr <laughs> on the Raiders' side had actually a decent game. 24 for 36, 284, two touchdowns, and he did have a pick. Uh, Raiders rushing game really did not get going at all. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, one of the pickups for the Raiders over the offseason, had five receptions for 107 yards and a touchdown. What a great signing. He's been playing great for the Raiders so far. Our headline is going to be about the Buccaneers for this one. And are they the best team in the <laughs> NFC? I'm going to say yes. I'm that game was that game was pretty dang close from out the majority of the game. Dang. It's it was a close it's a, it was a closer game than the score represents because we were one we were one play away from changing the whole game. If we t- if we get Fournette down on third and thirteen, that changes the whole game. But we did, and he got a first down. <laughs> but Tampa Bay, they're adding one of the best receivers maybe in whoa, NFL history. Whoa, one of the. I mean. Not right now. Another basket case. He's one of the best. Knows how long he's gonna be there? Bruce Arians even said does one thing wrong, he's out. He also hasn't played in what over a year now. Yeah, he's working out, right? Yeah. It just because you're working out doesn't mean you're going against NFL guys day in day out. Mm-hmm. All right, true. Yeah. True enough. But their run defense is amazing. Um, Josh Jacobs ten rushes for seventeen carries. He got. Stifle. We didn't have our uh, top O lineman. We didn't have three O linemen. Yeah. They threw out Gabe Jackson. And we didn't practice. No reason. Yeah. No reason. They just said. He stepped on someone, I think. Uh, and Dominic and Sue. Hey, he stepped on. Sue went behind him. Step on the You know what Dominic and Sue got for that? Nathan. Nathan. Drake. Caution. Nothing. <laughs> but their run defense is pretty dang good. We didn't have. We didn't practice all week with our all offensive linemen. They might have the best weapons. Antonio Brown is coming. We know him and Brady have a nice little friendship now because of last year. Got one touchdown. They hung out for a little bit. <laughs> but, but, you know, they're not the best team in the NFC. You've seen teams like Green Bay and Seattle. They've, they've been here before they with their Green coaching Bay. staff. One you know, game. So cool. Okay. Yeah, but Brady's been one there game. more than either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bruce Arians. Yeah, he wants to have Brady. That's... Aaron right. went to the NFC Championship with Arizona. And they lost to Cam. They got blown out, actually. <laughs> Alright. I guess we'll see again, but... I guess my point is, just because there's a lot of big names on that offense... Doesn't mean they're the best. Doesn't mean they're going to come through, or they're still at the top. Alright. Yeah. We'll see you in the season. I got Seattle. I think Seattle's better than them. Not defensively. Doesn't matter. Does defense win championships, Alex? <laughs> no. <laughs> But Brady wants rings, so... So does Russell Wilson. Uh, he's got one. Checkmate. Okay. Should have had two. Yeah, should have had two. Hey, and Brady beat him. No, 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 no. Malcolm Butler <laughs> beat him. <laughs> Malcolm Butler Pete beat him. Pete Carroll beat himself. Yeah, I was say, Pete Carroll 
beat himself that Terrible. game. That game was... That's that's bad game. Or it's a good game, but if you're a Seahawks fan, it's a bad game. And that leads us into... Halftime. All right, welcome to Halftime, everybody, where we take a deeper dive in some of the, I guess, non-NFL headlines we saw this week. This one, however, is a big NFL headline. <laughs> Riverboat Ron Rivera. Let's go. Not only did he destroy the division rival Cowboys, he rung the bell, and that's just great to see. Let's clap it up for him. Ring the bell. Good old Ron. Rowing all the way down. The NFC Championship. Whoa. <laughs> I'm, kidding, I'm, kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm just messing with you. Great but, to see you by Riverboat Ron. Oh, yeah. Another big thing, though. Not NFL. This one actually uh, takes the cake for me. It's the World Series. The Game World sticks today. Series. Right now, Tampa's got a 1-0 lead. We saw Randy Rose Arena go yard in the first. Let's go. He's unstoppable. You know, Best player on the planet. He's unstoppable. That's great. Right. Against Kenny Jones. Yeah, yeah, a great name. You know, but this has been a pretty a pretty fun series, I gotta say. Snell versus Gonsolin today. Gonsolin's already out. Snell's still dealing. I don't think he's... Yeah, he is rolling. He's allowed to hit yet. One hit. Um, one hit? One hit, yeah. Wow. Nice dudes up. But, um, it should be interesting. I think it's going to go to seven. I think so. And I think I'm, so. I'm going to take the Dodgers in seven games. Just because Walker Bueller. Hey, I did have the Dodgers in five, but you know I've had some more insight. I've been to the future, obviously. Oh, really? Um, really? Mm-hmm. You didn't go to the future last week. Is Morton starting game seven? Uh, he started yesterday or Sunday, uh, I think. Uh, Glasnow versus no, Bueller. No, Glasnow pitched. Uh, I think it's Morton. It's Morton. Wow. Oh, it's all it's all hand on deck. That's true. But we're gonna see Walker Bueller if it goes to game seven. We are. And guys, game four. Like you said, Brett Phillips. Game-winning hit. That was yeah. one of the greatest moments I've seen Amazing. in baseball history in my lifetime. You know, I'm still going to take Game 6, 2011, David Freeze triple, and then the walk-off homer yeah, over. On his five, day. Let's go. On his day. What? Game 5, 2017. 13-12, 10 inning game. One of the greatest postseason games I've ever watched, in my opinion. Was that Boston over the Dodgers? the Astros. Knew that they cheated. Oh, that was a good game. Versus the Dodgers. Okay. Or Alex hey. Bregman, I think it was, who had the walk-off. On his day, Scott, David Freeze. Hit the double. Really? Yeah. Triple. 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 Big fan. We want the program, man. We will see you tomorrow night. That was the most iconic. (laughs) You know, I was 10 years old, but I was was loving it. Oh. I was loving it. I was just starting to watch baseball. I'll always be a David Freeze fan. But anyways, moving on. Khabib. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but I'm just going to call him Khabib. Nerman. I think it's like Habib, though. Well, anyways, he took down Justin Gaethje. Gaethje? Yeah. Uh, In the second round by submission. And then he retired after the game. I'm more of a boxing game. The match. match. I'm sorry. See, I'm more of a boxing guy, not a UFC guy. So if anyone wants to take over here and explain more, what's going Uh, on? So, Habib improved to 29 0 and then retired right after. He had the tragic loss of his father. Before the fight, not right before, but a couple months before, uh, him and his father were very, very close. Uh, said that they were best friends, and after the fight, Habib said that he would not fight without his father ever again. Retired on spot. So, a uh, great career by him. One of the GOATs of fighting. Uh, that's undeniable. 
mm-hmm. then I probably won't lose ever. Probably not. Unless he fights Logan Paul or something. (laughs) 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 No, shout out Joe Rogan. Yeah. You got something else? Um, There's talks about John Jones and Khabib right now. They're they're way too different fights. Yeah. I was going to say, man. John Jones needs to lose like 50 pounds or something like that. Yeah. I'm like Sky. I'm not really into MMA. I'll watch it, but I'm just more of a boxing Boxing, yeah. I like boxing better. But anyways. And another greatest full time. A new sport league debuted today. Oh, right. The spring league true. moved to October because of uh, COVID nineteen, and spring. they don't. Apparently not. Um, <laughs> the games are on Tuesdays on FS One. We already saw today uh, Shea Patterson and the Blues won. Shea Patterson threw three touchdowns. I know Alex is loving it. He's a big Michigan the guy. People that don't know who Shea Patterson is, hey. ninety-nine percent of the population. Uh, he was a Michigan funny. quarterback. He sucks. Hey, three touchdowns there. Let's go. Yeah. But hey, yeah. shout out to my boy, Chase Atata, on the Conquerors, number 95. He's going to be in the NFL pretty soon. I guarantee it, guys. Guarantee it. Oh, yeah. Guarantee. Mini mm-hmm. JJ Watt. <laughs> <laughs> he played. <laughs> the poor man, Joey Bosa. <laughs> yeah, fun story with him and Jonah Hodge. <laughs> No one's going to know what you're talking about right now. <laughs> little league with that. Come on, Scott. But sticking to uh, to football, not in the NFL. Yeah. It's technically not draft season, but... It's always draft he season. Looks, exactly. I'm always watching college football. I'm always scouting. And I want to hear your guys' top five quarterbacks in the NFL draft. All right. Number one, I think that's very obvious. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence going number Joe one. Milton. Most likely number one in the total draft <laughs> overall. Number two, we had Justin Fields, the Ohio State quarterback, who absolutely dominated over the weekend. He was throwing darts left and right. Uh, Alex Brett actually decided to watch a 94-minute scoreless soccer game over Justin Fields' domination in the Big Ten. I feel oh, sorry Nebraska. Me, Nebraska is trash. Dr. Ross is a legend. AJ Martinez is <laughs> trash. Hey, the McCaffrey uh, Hey, Luke McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah he played well. Uh, but moving on to number three, I had Trey Lance. Number four, Big Mac. Mm. Big Mac Jones. And then number five, I got Kyle Trask. Oh. I'm going to say Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Mac Jones. He's going to have an unbelievable season this year. And then it comes down to Trask or uh, Zach Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. Who's your pick? I I, I don't know. You you got to check the film. (laughs) And Joe Milton, what? All right, well, number one, I got Trevor Lawrence from Clemson. This one is... Um, Shocker. Yeah. This one's pretty obvious. He's pretty good at football. Oh, you tell me. <laughs> number two, Justin Fields from Ohio State. You know, in most years... Ohio State's guy. In most years, he goes number one. Uh, he makes all the throws. He has great mobility. He reminds me of Cam Newton. You know, he, he's going to go number two. Number three, I have Trey Lance from North Dakota State. Um, he's probably the biggest question mark in this draft class because he played in the FCS, and this year he only had one game. But we seen, and uh, the tape didn't look great this year. Yeah. But it was just one game. We never, we don't know if they had time to practice. We'll see hey, we've seen a we North, Dakota, North Dakota State quarterback go number two a couple years ago. We have. And uh, he went 17-0 as a starter. He didn't turn over the ball last year. Once. Yeah. 42 and, and we know he's a, a big power runner. But it'll be interesting to see how that translates to the NFL. Because mm-hmm. it's a big question mark right now. Yeah. He's not eligible for the Senior Bowl. 
so we won't be able to see that. And the Shrine Bowl got canceled today too. So whoever takes them, man, they. I hope they do their homework. Man, but uh, number four, Zach Wilson, BYU. I'm a big Zach Wilson guy. All right, everybody. You are you, baby. He's got a little Johnny Manziel in him, happy feet in the pocket, but the pro-style offense at BYU is going to help him out a lot, um, gives him an advantage. And his deep ball with the arc reminds me of Russell Wilson. It's beautiful, guys. It's beautiful. And number five is, is going to be Mac Jones from Alabama, arguably the best supporting cast in the past 10, 20 years. But we've seen with a couple of receivers out this year, yeah, him. Yeah, Waddle. Waddle. Out for the season. That's Actually, tough. Cool. Um, but they could just put on a five-star receiver right back in. Well, the thing about this, though, is he's not a runner. But the mobility to get out of the pocket and make throws well, out of the pocket reminds me of uh, Burrow or Young I was, Eli. I was going to say that. Was Burrow a runner? No. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. Burrow or Young Eli. It's, mm-hmm. it's great to see. And now... Graham Mertz, oh, he plays Wisconsin good. quarterback. Scary to see. Yeah. Freshman, five touchdowns, one incompletion yeah. against Illinois. But he's got COVID-19. He's out 21 days. 21 days. He had the second positive test Jeez. to confirm his uh, his positive test. And, uh, yeah, he's out for 21 days. It's like half a season in the Big Ten here because they only yeah. they only put eight weeks for eight games. So if you have to reschedule a game... It's not happening. That, it's that's happen. just really disappointing because, especially with the Penn State loss in Week One, that opens up the Big Ten, at least in the championship game. I don't think anyone's going to lose to Ohio State, but Mm-mm. no one's going to lose. Now. It's just tough. Yeah, it's very tough to see. I'm looking if they play us this season. I don't think they. Talk a little louder, man. Sorry, they don't play Michigan. I'm like, I'm look. I'll look it up. You can move on to the next thing. All right. Well, top 10 in the power rankings. I'll just go ahead and give you mine. I got Kansas City, number one, over Pittsburgh, who's two. And then Green Bay, Seattle, Tennessee, Tampa Bay, Baltimore, New Orleans, the Rams, and number 10, Arizona Cardinals. They've impressed me. They shocked me yesterday. Mm -hmm. Sunday. Sorry. Yeah. For me, I'll go from the back. Number 10, uh, the New Orleans Saints. Number nine, the Arizona Cardinals. Number eight, the Buffalo Bills are still there. Number seven, Tennessee Titans. Number six, the Baltimore Ravens. Number five, Seattle Seahawks. Number four, Tampa Bay. I didn't even have them in my top five last week, and now they're wow. in top ten. Or top, they're number four. Uh, number three, the Green Bay Packers. Number two, Pittsburgh. And number one, the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, sir. I'm going to have to go. So I looked, just looked it up. Me and Skyler looked it up. Uh, Michigan plays Wisconsin. They host Wisconsin on November fourteenth. So would he? Would he be back in time? No. Yes. Probably. Yeah, he would, yeah, be, he would back. be back. I think. Days? I think no. that would be twenty-one days. Oh no! The no, he yeah. wouldn't. He would just miss it. Oh. Who knows if he's even going to be the starting quarterback? That when they come back, might just have another guy. Just someone might play into that job. And another thing, top three quarterbacks on that team all have it too. So they're they're at their fourth. Really? Yeah. Oh man, that is. I'm just running wildcat offense at that point. (laughs) Too bad Jonathan Taylor's gone. (laughs) Luke McCaffrey, better than Dylan McCaffrey, might be better than Christian McCaffrey. (laughs) (laughs) That's for another day. Yeah. Okay, so my top ten, I have Pittsburgh one, KC two, Tampa Bay three, Tennessee four, Seattle five, Ravens, or Packers six, Ravens seven. Saints 8, Cardinals 9, Cleveland 10, 
Cleveland sneaks into my top ten. Um, they had a really good game this weekend. Cleveland? Yeah, Cleveland. <laughs> wow, Cleveland. five and two. Cleveland. Cleveland. What? What do you like about Cleveland this team? Barely beat the Bengals. Cleveland. But they're quickly going to be out of it when Cleveland. we go into Cleveland. Cleveland. They're five and two. Cleveland. Hey, Cleveland lost OBJ for the year with a torn ACL. Hurts that offense. Baker's not looked very good either. Oh my god, a great second half, but hey, one on, game. Come on, it's the Bengals. Okay. Cleveland, man. Yeah. Cleveland. All right. Okay. Enough of enough of this, Alex. Uh, let's move on to some tweets. <laughs> Woo! Not all of them are bad takes this week, but well, just the first one. Just the first one. Um, something you guys probably haven't noticed, but there are five. Sorry, six five-win teams in the NFC. Here are their point differentials. Yeah, I've seen this. Tampa Bay plus eighty, Arizona plus fifty-seven, L.A. Rams plus fifty-two, the Packers plus thirty-eight. Seahawks plus 31, and the Bears minus 2. <laughs> Bears are trash. Who out of this list you think could, uh, well, I guess pick one that you think is going to win the division? And then obviously, I think there's one uh, one imposter among us. But uh, I know the imposter. Would you say, oh, the, okay. It's the Bears. Mm-hmm. But I'd say, I'd say Pittsburgh wins their division. I think that's fair to say. I think they'll win over Baltimore. Pittsburgh doesn't play in the NFC, Kyle. Oh, I thought you said, I thought you just said six one teams. Who wins the division? Oh, it's probably Packers. I guess I didn't word that very well, but Packers anyway, the, the Bears are imposters. Um, man, Nick Foles did not look good at all last night. He did not. So, and Allen Robinson too. Sorry, cussed. Yeah, he he went down late in the game. Kind of sucky for them, but I mean, what can you do about it? There's been a lot of injuries so far this year. Jesus Christ. All right, well, moving on to the next one. This is a freezing cold take. Daniel Steinmetz Jenkins in 2017 says, Russell Wilson has peaked most overrated quarterback in the NFL. Is this some reliable source? Or is this some random dude? He's on Twitter. He's obviously not very reliable. Yeah. <laughs> Russell Wilson has peaked. He's at his highest peak right now. Might have been at his highest peak his rookie year. <laughs> Well, I guess now we're seeing it with no weapons at all in takeover games. What a bad what? take. What? Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson? I mean, sorry, sorry. No defense at all. Oh, oh okay. Sorry, sorry. And Carson? Jeez. Lockett did play over his head, man. We'll get into that a little later. Yeah. Um, on to the next one. This one is a reliable source. Well, not to me. If you guys know me and talk about football with me, you know, I don't trust PFF. Why not? Scott? Whatsoever. He trusts anything. <laughs> he trusts well, himself. Well, the Illuminati. Seth yeah. from PFF <laughs> says PFF. about Justin Herbert, he can't play. Honestly, he just can't play. When was this? Right before the draft. Oh. Yeah, he's wrong. He yeah. can play. He can play. He can play. He can. Play. He can. I don't care if in college he wasn't local enough to the backup quarterback. That doesn't matter. Dude's in L.A. and he's killing it. Academic Heisman. Yes, sir. He's a genius. Mm-hmm. You see his Wonderlist score? It was like 48. You know what? He's better than Burrow. <laughs> Shut up. He is? <laughs> Just stop. Burrow. Give me Herbs. Herbert? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, another one from today, actually. Drew the Disney dude. <laughs> he said, can't wait to see Mookie Betts Grand Slam in the first inning. How is that even possible? He doesn't even hit. Bat around. Mookie uh, oh, leads off. They did bat around against the Atlanta Braves, and we did see a Grand Slam in that inning with uh, Max Muncy extending 
7-0 lead to 11 to nothing. This is a worst series. Yeah. <sighs> well, That's we all know Blake Snell struck out the side in the first, so. Yeah, he dominated. This is irrelevant. Yeah. And that's going to do it for halftime. Take it back, Kyle. All right, returning from halftime, getting the third quarter started in the second half, whatever you want to call it. Our uh, first game that we're going to talk about is the game in Foxborough, where we saw the New England Patriots go down 6-33 to against the San Francisco Niners, the reigning NFC champions. Jimmy Garoppolo had 277 yards, zero touchdowns, and two picks. Jeff Wilson Jr., their third running back, maybe even, even fourth. Oh, that's our fourth running back yeah, right fourth there. fourth running back. <laughs> well, they're going to be on to the next one. Jamal Hastie. Jamichael. Jamichael Hastie. Jamichael. And Kyle Shanahan said McKinnon will be an extended work role after trying to rest him last week. After Jeez, they're going to give him 40 carries, and then he's going to get hurt. No, I would love, as a Niner <laughs> fan, I would love to see Jamichael Hastie take the role of lead back this week versus the Seahawks. Man. Jeff Wilson, though, in that game had a career day. 17 carries for 112 yards and three touchdowns. Yushchek also snuck into the end <laughs> zone. Fullbacks matter. Uh, Brandon Ayuk had a career day. Six for 115. Uh, George Kittle on his own tight ends day did not find the end zone. He had five receptions for 55 yards. Cam Newman, quarterback for the New England Patriots. Terrible. Nine Have a game. 15, 98 yards, zero touchdowns. Three picks. Let's go, Cam. We also saw Jared Stidham, or Jared Stidham come into this game. Didn't play much better. He's not much better. They, <laughs> this New England team really doesn't have any weapons on offense. Uh, Jacoby Myers was their leading receiver. And he was drafted yards. to be a special teamer, too. That's that's just crazy. Yeah, they only had two guys with over one reception. And so, I mean, they, they really don't have any stand-up weapons out, out there. Even though Julian Edelman had a great day earlier in the year. Against Seattle, it's I don't know if it's gonna be there anymore. Edelman's playing hurt. Yeah, and it's tough. It's really weird to see New England be bad at football because we haven't seen that in uh, our lifetimes at least. And uh, I really don't know what to make of this Patriots team. And uh, what do you guys think that the Patriots do at the quarterback position after the season? You know, it's definitely weird seeing Belichick pretty much out of answers on offense right now, which makes me think maybe he's tanking for a quarterback. Maybe. I mean, like, the, on the bottom list, the guys we, we said, like, uh, maybe Lance could be there, Zach Wilson, Mac Trask, Jones. Mac Jones. Maybe if they're picking, looking, like, in the 10 to 16 range, maybe that's what he's doing. It's weird to think, but... We have no idea. You know, they all... New England had the most players opt out of the season because yeah. of COVID. There's maybe he knew this going out. in. Maybe he told him to opt out. It was low risk, high reward up. for Cam Newton. What did he get paid? A Half a million? million? I think it was the league minimum. Took Something the league like minimum yeah. to play on a one year deal. Man, that's probably what they did. Bill Checks is a secret genius. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, if Cam goes off, perfect. The defense will carry. I don't know. I don't think he's it's a not. secret genius, though. Do you think Gilmore's going to get traded? No. Bill no. Check being a, a defensive guy, there's no way he would do that. Well, I mean, unless he wanted out, which seems pretty unlikely. But the Patriot way, man. Possible Patriot, either left tackle or quarterback, drafting in the first round this year. So it'll be interesting. So you need to keep Cam. You know, through the season. No, no. So in the future, no, no. He's on a one-year deal for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. What if they come comes back and plays good this season? Oh, it don't matter. All right, fair enough. <laughs> I'm about to agree with you, Skyler. Then 
That's what I think. Yeah. 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 I, I do have to say, I think the Patriots draft a QB in this upcoming year's draft. I don't know if it's going to be a first-round guy. I don't know if it's going to be a late-round guy. I don't know if that guy will end up being the starter ever. But I do think they need to make a change at the quarterback position with how Cam Newton has played in these last few weeks. No. I'm just afraid that Belichick's going to tank Week 17, Jets-Patriots, if we're both out of the playoffs, just so we don't get Trevor Lawrence. That's... That is my he, biggest fear. He's gonna have to do a lot though to lose to the Jets. Like he's, he's gonna, gonna have to, to play quarterback himself. A lot. Bill Check's smarter than you think, man. He's gonna start Brian Hoyer. I mean, <laughs> Brian Hoyer better than Oh man, Patriots. Gilmore banged his knee in the second quarter. We gotta take him out. Oh no! Forfeit the game. Uh, so moving to our next game that we saw in snowy Denver, our first snow game of the year. Kind of cool to see. Uh, Kansas City destroyed Denver. It wasn't even close. 43-17, Le'Veon's debut. He had six carries for 39 yards. I don't think he was involved in the passing game. Uh, Mahomes didn't even have to play the full game. Only went 15 for 23, 200 yards in the touchdown. Chad Henney ended up coming in. CEH only needed eight carries to get the job done, had 46 yards and a touchdown. I mean, no one on their team really went off. The defense played great. Uh, they had a special team touchdown and a defensive touchdown, so that helped there. Almost outscored the Broncos just on those two touchdowns. Drew Locke, 254, zero touchdowns and two, two interceptions. Man, he's looked pretty bad. We talked about yeah, him last week. Was, if he's the guy bad. in Denver. Uh, they had a good running game, actually. 33 carries for 177 yards as a team. Uh, Albert Ho. Albert Ho. The Wigger Bomb. Seven receptions for 60 yards. But we're not talking about the Broncos now. We'll we're never talk about, about the Broncos. We're talking about the Kansas City Chiefs. And will they ever lose again? Yes, they will. Yeah. When they sit Mahomes week 17. They're going... 15-1? No, they're going 14-2. and two. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is a pretty oh, good league team. Dog. The no, Raiders. I know, but I said 15-1. You said 14-2. and two. Yeah, yeah, losing week 17. Oh, oh my bad. Yeah, yeah. Okay. When Herbert throws for 500 yards against their backups. <laughs> but, but, yeah, this is probably one of the most complete teams. Other than, I guess they're, they're lacking another pass rusher. But other than that, there's so many weapons. It's just right. not fair. It's not. So, yeah, they will lose, but it'll be when they sit everybody. Week 17. Okay, so they play. Here are the, here are the games that you have to consider here. At Las Vegas on Sunday night. W. At Tampa Bay week after that. W. Uh, at Miami. W. Blowout. At New Orleans. W. Close game, but win. They're going to lose a couple games now. What, they're going to lose to Atlanta, Alex? No, they're not going to go 15-1. There's no way. 14-2. 14 2, yeah. No. 13 3. Kansas City won't lose until at least September next year. They're going to go undefeated. Oh, they're going to win out. Run the win table? The Super Bowl. They're going to go 15 1, win the three games in the postseason, and repeat as champions. All right. That's it. You're looking to Justice Can't argue with that. Nice guy? No, they're not going to lose to the <laughs> <laughs> uh, So moving to our next game, another AFC matchup uh, where we saw another AFC West team get the W. With the Los Angeles Chargers, I almost said San Diego Chargers, they took on the Jacksonville Jaguars, where Justin Herbert, who's better than Joe Burrow, uh, no, he's not. threw for 347 yards and three touchdowns, while also 
running for a touchdown and having a 31-yard rush to go along with it. Uh, Keenan Allen had a great day, 10 for 125, a good PPR day in fantasy. Jalen Guyton, their big play guy, caught another 70-yard touchdown. He's had a couple of those this year. We saw Virgil Green caught a touchdown and then what well, looked like snapped his ankle, but he actually just rolled it, had a severe... Yeah, that one actually looked pretty bad. I know what you're talking about. Bad. It did. And, uh, but I guess he's he's going to go in the IR, but he did not break it somehow. Vernon Minshew, on the other hand, uh, 173 for two touchdowns. James Robinson had a great day rushing, 22 carries for 119 yards and a touchdown. Had him in fantasy, so I was pleased by that outing. And they didn't really have anybody on the receiving side do much. James Robinson did catch a touchdown, though, so he had two total. But we're talking about Herbert again. Josh Herbert. Justin. 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 Well, I don't know why I said that. Justin Herbert. Top 10 QB already in the NFL. No. He's a great quarterback for sure. But you got to remember, this is a passing league. Guys like Breeze, Ryan, and Stafford, who many people may have written off, are still great passers. They're better. I would choose him to start my franchise over Herbert right now. Nuffy Stafford? Yeah. Okay. To start a franchise? So you want those guys for years to come? For right now, for right now, at least. That's fair. So, yeah, potential-wise, sure. But right now, today, no, he's not a top-ten quarterback. I'm going to agree with you, Skyler. I, I, I wrote down a list of the top-ten quarterbacks, in my opinion, but I don't want to go over it. But what Skyler said, the league is forming into a passing, and they don't have Austin Eckler there to run the ball, and their O-line is pretty pretty bad. So Herbert's pretty just pretty. chucking it down the field against a porous Jacksonville defense. But hey, how about that trade? Russell Okun for Trey Turner. I like that one. <laughs> Wait, that happened? Too late. Yeah. yeah, happened a while yeah. ago in the offseason. Awesome. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But so that's a team that's going to draft the tackle in the first round for sure. Carolina? Yeah. or No, no, Chargers. Oh. Chargers. Yeah, they need offensive line. Bad. Mm-hmm. Let's go. I didn't even put Stafford. Pouncey's for the year, though. Who? Marcus Pouncey. Oh. I didn't even put Stafford in my top 10 until you, I just remember, remembered him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would rather have Stafford over Herbert Rez. Right now? Right now. Right now, yeah. Because the Chargers aren't going to win anything this year, but Lions are in the position to make a push. And I would like Matthew Stafford as a veteran quarterback in this league, and he's proven. Herbert, how many games has he played? Four? Five? I believe this was his fifth game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's get our said long term, Herbert, short term, Stafford. Herbert's top 10. That's just my opinion. Uh, I'm a big Herbert guy, despite my favorite team being a team in his division. He's been absolutely great so far. 1,500 yards, 12 touchdowns, and just three picks. He's only played five games. He took the Kansas City Chiefs to overtime. He had a lead, a big lead, in the Tampa Bay game. Played great against the New Orleans Saints. And you say Matthew Stafford, oh, you take yeah. Matthew Stafford over him. Yes. But the games that Stafford's winning are not close to what the teams that Justin Herbert is having to go against. I mean, he knew that he was going to start five minutes before the game. In, I think he knew in the back of his mind. I think it was the fans who didn't know. No. No, he didn't. He didn't. That know. procedure with Tyrod Taylor, you have to do it like 15 uh, minutes before. Right before the game. Yeah, because it. Well, damn, okay. It, like it only lasts. Well, yeah, I, I'm. I know he's a great quarterback. I know this. I just don't think he's top ten. Do you have Burrow in your top ten? No, no, definitely not. 
I have Herbert in my top 10. He might be 9 or 10, but he's a top 10 quarterback, and he will eventually be the top 5 quarterback in this league. All right. Maybe even at the end of this year. A little hot take. Pretty bold there. Going on to the Sunday night game that we saw. I talked about Kyler's performance already. Uh, this was a heck of a game. We saw the Arizona Cardinals take down the undefeated Seattle Seahawks in Arizona. Uh, great game, in my opinion. I mean, everybody saw it was. Tyler Lockett, 15 receptions for 200 yards and three touchdowns. DK had a great tackle against Buda Baker. Didn't think I'd say that, but I mean, he stopped Buda Baker from getting a touchdown. And the Cardinals actually didn't even score on that drive because they stalled and then also went for, on fourth down. Didn't get it. Russell Wilson threw three picks, had 388 yards and three touchdowns. Couple of the picks were like, "What are you doing, Russ?" But one of them was just like, "Oh, I mean, nothing re- you can really do about that." Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson had six carries as well for 84 yards. One of them was a de- designed run, which we don't see too often from Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. Most of them are just scrambles. Not anymore, at least. Yeah. Uh, Carlos Hyde took over in the place of Chris Carson, who got hurt. 15 carries for 68 yards and a touchdown. But Carlos Hyde ended up getting hurt as well. <laughs> Travis Homer. He's also hurt. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be a battle of the fourth string running back. Paul Marshawn or Procise, bro. <laughs> Arizona's rushing attack played well. Kyler Murray had his 60 yards on the ground. Chase Edmonds had his 58. Kenny Drake only had 34. But and he's hurt. That's true. He's going to be out for a while. Uh, the receiving side, DeAndre Hopkins once again had a great volume day. 10 for 103 and a touchdown. Chase Edmonds, 7 for 87. And Larry Legend... Larry Fitzgerald, 8 for 16. That's not my Larry Legend. He's still Larry Legend. (laughs) But how does this loss to the Arizona Cardinals affect Russell Wilson's MVP chances? Yeah, obviously most quarterbacks who throw three picks in one game aren't going to win. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. That's just a fact. And to me, he's still still the MVP right now. He's still 5-1, doing a lot with no defensive help. I thought Adams would be back for this game, but he wasn't. And... He's the guy for now, but Brady and Rodgers are pretty close. Those are the only. I know Alex is going to give you a list in a couple minutes, but Brady and Rodgers are the only ones that are close to him right now. Oh no! MVP. Yeah. What about Patrick Mahomes? I just feel like the team him. around him, especially <laughs> with Bell back. I know it's a quarterback league. He didn't do much, this but he didn't have to. Yeah. Exactly. He doesn't have to do much, and He's, it's they can go run it's a stat award. Too. It is. Mm. You know, I would I would consider Miles Garrett too. What? But Patty right in that situation. Well, Aaron okay. Donald. Aaron Donald. Yeah. What about Kyler? No. Kyler, no. Kyler is top now. Top six. D Hop's the MVP of that team. Derrick Henry. <laughs> no. No, just because it's, you know, on my list, sure. But he's not going to get a vote just because he played running back. QB award. We yeah. want to see Miles Garrett win it, that's for sure. We want mm-hmm. to see DeAndre Hopkins win it, even if he has 2,000 yards or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a QB win in this award. Hey, what if uh, Miles Garrett gets 22 sacks? Not happening. Not happening. Not this week. Well, he might. He <laughs> might How did Aaron Donald have a couple years ago? And he 21 and a half. Did he even get a vote? Um, I think he got like maybe three. Yeah. Yeah, deep boy, but I, mean, yeah. I don't think it was close. That's... I mean, last year, maybe I'm just a defensive guy. I would have given Gilmore the MVP last year. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Snell got pulled in the sixth? I wouldn't doubt oh. Kevin Cash. All right. 
Kevin Cash is great manager. Right, we'll see. Back right there. If I were Snow. Yeah. Uh, As the show, I'm dropping an F bomb. <laughs> I still think uh, Russ is the MVP. I'd say right behind him is uh, Mahomes, A Rod, Brady is right in that conversation as well. But I think it's Russ's award to win. I think he deserves it. He hasn't had a single MVP vote in his career. We've talked about this on shows in the past. But I think this is his year to win it. Nick Saban's the MVP. <laughs> I'm going to have to agree with you guys. Russell Wilson is the number one um, MVP candidate as of right now. And back to the Niner and Seattle game. Uh, DJ Dallas is starting running back. DJ Dallas, DJ from, Dallas from the U is starting running back. Hyde, it's question. Hyde could play, but is yeah. probably doubtful. Michael Hasty versus... Kevin Coleman might Kevin. also be back. Oh, Tico and McKinn, right? They're yeah, playing? Tico. Okay, so maybe not as much. So, Seattle can throw the ball a lot. They also throw the ball a lot, though. But, yeah, I'm going to say it's... I don't, I'm not going to have a list, like Skylar said, but Russ, Mahomes, Rodgers, Brady. As you give us a list. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but I didn't, there's, there could be more. That is, but, yeah, that's what... Like Justin Herbert? But... If Russ has another one of those bad games, you can easily see Mahomes and Rodgers. And Herbert. Okay, on to you the know, next game. Well, hold on. Before <laughs> we go to the next game, let's let's go back to that. What? You know, I think it's the other way around, actually. You know, usually at the start of the year, the first half, we see some new guys pop up. Like, oh, shit, look, this guy's going off in the first half. But then Jordan it always, Allen. it always, exactly, it always seems to go back to Rodgers, Brady. I guess Mahomes and Lamar were a couple of exceptions, but it always goes back. To the well, guys we know. Mahomes is going to be the guy that's constantly... Yeah, yeah. Be like the Mike Trout. You're going to hear him every year. Yep. Well, his team's also going to be winning, though. Okay. Mike Trout's team does not win. We know that already, though. Yeah. All right. Carry yeah. on. Okay. Josh. So, the Monday night football game <laughs> was really not that good of a game, honestly, in my opinion. We saw the Chicago Bears, Da Bears, take on... Da Bears. The Los Angeles Rams in the beautiful SoFi Stadium out there in Englewood. Uh, Nick Foles, 28 for 40, 261, no touchdowns, two picks, rough game by him. Jared Goff, on the other hand, kept the ball in his team's hand, did, kept the ball in his team's hands, did what he needed to, 219 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Uh, Los Angeles' rushing attack played well, had 161 yards on the ground total. Uh, I mean, this game was more defensive. We saw, I think it was a touchdown by Eddie Jackson. And then we, right? Eddie Jackson had a yes. defensive yeah, he did. game because yeah. of Robert Woods. Um, Jalen Ramsey had a pick. Taylor Rapp had a pick. Both of them uh, big plays that really put the game away. In the red zone. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. Ramsey one wasn't, but Taylor yeah, Rapp, Rapp was. And we really don't know what to think of this Rams team. What do you guys make of it? Yeah, this is Aaron Donald's team. Um, the running back by committee was good on Monday night, but you can't really trust that. To go on a playoff run, I guess, especially with these young guys. And Goff hasn't been great the past couple of years. So it's got to be the defense. Yeah. If they want to go on a serious run, they have a great team. They have a good team. That's it, right there. Ramsey, too. Don't forget about him. Yeah. I'm going to have to agree with you. Their defense is outweighs their offense, in my opinion. Their offense is pretty good. Big Vay is an offensive genius. He's only 35. Yeah. Which is pretty impressive. How he's got more wins than John Madden. Yeah, at this age. At the time, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty impressive because he's only been a head coach for three, three, four, four years. years I believe it's his 
Fourth. Fourth year. Yeah. Fourth year. Yeah. And that's pretty dang impressive. This Rams team is a playoff contender, but I don't. They're not gonna win. They might make it. What Skyler said is right, though. Aaron Donald's gonna have a monster year with Leonard Floyd played pretty good last night. And they got like they're running edge rusher by committee too. They got like seven yeah. guys they sub in there. That was the like edge. the the Philly team when they, they won. Philly did that when they, that when they, they played. Yeah, yeah. Third guys fresh. Even Jakai Polite, who the Jets cut. Jakai Polite after one preseason game. <laughs> Second round pick, right? Third, third, uh, third round pick. Still, tough situation if you're a Jets fan. Interesting game coming up this weekend though. Yeah. Miami hosting the Rams to his debut. Tua. We'll see. Yep. He's going to get smacked around. I guarantee it. Dump it off to Kachiki. So uh, that recapped our games throughout the weekend that we saw and throughout the NFL. Let's move on to our layups. And last week, I had the Los Angeles Chargers covering minus eight against the Rams. Not the Rams. The Jaguars. And they won by ten, so I got that. Skyler had the Seattle Seahawks. Minus three and a half versus the Arizona Cardinals. So that didn't that, that did happen. not. Arizona with a great comeback. I got my first layup wrong of yeah. the year. So sad. Oh, you're One sad? One person that likes to get his wrong. I don't know if he understands what layups mean. It's traditional. It's, uh, it's Alex with the Bills. He had them um, 11 and a half. I think that's four straight weeks that he's gotten them wrong. Yep. Of course you had to pick against the Jets, man. We're trying to get blown out. Get our coach fired. And you got to pick this for the layup. And now we got to keep Adam Gase, man. Come on. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, it's, it's been a rough thing for Alex and his layup so far this year. But we're moving on to this week. I have the Steelers against Baltimore, plus 5.5. I think that's a lot of points to give the Steelers. Steelers so far this year, 5-1 and one against the spread. And I think that's that's where I'd put my bet on. Yeah, they moved it down a little after, but at the time, yeah, 5.5. If you bet when Kyle told you to, you're going make some money. Mm-hmm. But anyways, like I said... A couple seconds ago, I got the Rams minus four at Miami. Tua's going to have a rough day, especially if Miles Gaskin can't get going. Tua's going to be running for his life. I expect the Rams to win this one by at least 20 points. Yeah. by 20. Yeah. 20 points? That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Three touchdown dogs. That's it. It's about a yeah. two-possession game. Yeah. I'm a, my layup for the week is Philadelphia minus seven and a half hosting Dallas on Sunday night. I think Dallas is really, really bad. Ben DiNucci is going to have a tough game as the Dodgers just tied the game up. But I'm going to see Philly. I think Philly's going to... I hope Philly covers the spread. Well, it's not happening. good luck, Cowboys fans, because... <laughs> you got the curse of death. No, no, because the Cowboys are going to win now. Or at least cover. Oh, why would you say good luck, Cowboys? Hey, that division's still wide open. Yeah, I'll take those wins. They're going to be fine. Alright. Uh... Going on to the closer slash two-minute drill, we, we go through our bold prediction from the week and uh, the best series that we or game within the next week that we have on our mind as well. So our bold predictions last week, I had the Bears being the Rams. That didn't happen. I mean, they did not play well. Uh, Nick Foles did not play well. The Rams played well, so that did not happen. Together, you had... Iowa State. Iowa State over Oklahoma, State. Oklahoma State. And yeah, it was the big running back matchup, Chuba Hubbard versus Brees Hall. But it came down to the quarterback. Spencer Sanders outplayed um, Brock Purdy. Yeah. Like I said, I was he a little did. questionable about Brock Purdy, and he, he just couldn't get the job done. 
Got that one wrong. Yeah, and Alex had a uh, Cincy. I was. Browns. It was close. I was one play away. It was close. The Don- respect Donald Peoples Jones. Yeah. DPJ. DPJ taking over the role now. That moves us into this week. My bold prediction is the Raiders win in Cleveland versus the Cleveland Browns. Raiders are only two and a half point dogs right now. Uh, I think they'll do just fine in this game and chalk it up as a victory. Very vulnerable. Vulnerable. There you go. Cleveland Browns defense, and we need to get Jacobs going. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> well, mine's going to be Memphis over number seven Cincinnati in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. What's the spread yeah, on that hey, one? Hey, he threw up on the field last <laughs> week. Uh, let's see. What's the spread? The spread is minus seven for Cincinnati. Let me tell you guys. Desmond oh. Ritter had seven touchdowns and four picks in four games for Cincinnati. Brady White, Memphis quarterback, 17 touchdowns, four picks. They are going to run Cincinnati out of town. I guarantee it, aren't, they, aren't they hosting? Doesn't matter. They're so playing how, at how Cincinnati. They, They're going to run, run them out of their own town as well. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Memphis owns Cincinnati. Kenneth Gainwell too. I think he's been hurt, or maybe opted out, but he's he's going to be a drafted running back. Okay. My bold prediction: the Steelers remain undefeated as they head into Baltimore this weekend. They can get another win. More undefeated. The like Pittsburgh that. Steelers. I like that. I think that could happen. That's why I had. Uh, it's probably be my layup for the week. Uh, but that moves us into the best game slash series. I decided not to, to pick the Pittsburgh versus Baltimore game, and I chose the 49ers versus the Seahawks. Let's go. So a great game. Two great games last year when these two teams played. Uh, each team took one game in the other team's house. Uh, it was fun to watch. Hopefully great, another fun to watch game this weekend. That's not a primetime game, though. That's, that's just a 1 o'clock game, unfortunately. Maybe we'll see a flex. Who knows? But uh, I'd much rather see that in Sunday night than the Cowboys. Cowboys Philly is not going to flex. But it should be a fun, really. fun game despite injuries on both sides of the ball for both teams. Yeah, so. and I got Pittsburgh Baltimore. Kyle passed on it, but said why not? Let's talk about it. Um, this will be interesting to see Ben Roethlisberger actually go up against a good defense and see if Lamar Jackson, Jack, Gass- <laughs> Jackson, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. Um, actually passed for more than 150 <laughs> yards. What did they run him? Big round. Uh, TJ Watt is gonna have something to say about that. I think. Minka. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I think Pittsburgh gets it done too, but <laughs> I mean, shoot, this is for the division right here. Mm-hmm. Well, they also have that Thursday night game on Thanksgiving. They do. It's gonna be the game of the year. <laughs> I will not be eating turkey. Chinese food, actually. There we go. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> But my best series slash game, I want to see how New England responds this week at Buffalo. It might be an ugly game. I don't think anyone wants to see that. Yeah. But there's some other games I could have chose. Like Michigan, we're going to destroy Michigan State this one this weekend. It's going to happen. All right. When does Pac-12 come back? Next week. Not so this week. Week next after week. this one, right? Yeah, yeah week eight. Okay. Oregon versus Stanford, week one. That's not. <laughs> but yeah. Player option out. Oh, that's tough. All right. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Make sure you uh, hit up the social media. Yeah. It's fun. Tell your fun friends. Days. Max tell your friends. Hey, I... come on, guys. Tell I know. Yeah. Tell, <laughs> tell our friends, too, because nobody wants to click, but <laughs> hey, we don't really care. Hey, another thing? We don't. Go vote. Yeah, vote. <laughs> I should go vote. Go out there. Go vote. Go vote.
A hybrid day. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Ian. Ian. Yep. Big old 18. Number 18. Yeah. And he's going to <laughs> Texas for a while. Have yeah. fun, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we see him before, though. Yeah. This has been episode double 007. We'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. Go Jets.